Thank you for rocking with the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. It's your boy, Good Life underscore Russ. Thank you for tuning in every week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button for us. You can find us on Facebook at Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. And you can find us on Instagram at Good Kickback. Why you always see us play with? Nah, I get it. It makes sense. Sound good? Yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. And you learning? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's recording? Yep. We can always edit it out, though. All right. Yo, 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 what up? It's your boy, Good Life Underscore Russ, and this is the Good Life Podcast to Kickback. Um, like I say every week, thank y'all for listening, subscribing, sharing. That shit means more than y'all know. Again, we don't want your money here. Just talk about us, share us. You know what I mean? Put us out there in the universe. I appreciate it. So we got a special guest here today, and we're going to let her introduce herself. Can I let me do it? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm Kenji. I'm formerly known as Kendra, depending on who you are in my life. Um, and I am a advocate for mental health awareness, and in the black community especially. So I wanted to come today to talk with um, this good brother here about triggers and whatnot, Um, Mm -hmm. and the reason why I wanted to specifically talk about triggers is because what I was telling you right before we started, I have a lot of people that come to me and ask me how to handle certain situations, Mm -hmm. so I figured why not just kind of come and just Mm -hmm. put it on this platform and share it. It'll be easier for me. I don't have to reply to all the messages, all the unread messages. Yeah, you just (laughs) knock them all out in one blow. Just answer all your questions (laughs) in one. Just get this out out the way, knock the shit out the park, so... I think that's what I love, but also I'm intrigued by by mental health, how everything can be so different, but it's also similar, like, you know what I mean? We relate to a lot of things, and we go through a lot of things similarly, but I feel like we're looking at them as if they're separate occurrences, or as if this person's going through this, I'm going through that, you know what I mean? If we start finding that common ground, I think we can get a lot done. I think a lot of people can get healed and helped. And that's honestly supposed to be the goal, and I think... When you don't realize that that's the goal, you sit in your sorrow way longer than you should, and you miss your whole purpose of life. Yeah. Because you don't want to heal yourself, and also it get you get comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You said for the past twenty five years, I ain't shit. Life ain't shit. I ain't never gonna amount to shit. You don't want to say nothing else. Yeah. And it's hard for you to say something else. But then you sit in this funk where no one wants to be around you. Mm-hmm. And you don't even realize that you are a walking trigger at this point. You went mm-hmm. from being triggered to being a walking trigger. Mm-hmm. So now you burden everybody else. What's the point of that? Yeah. And I see a lot I see that in a lot of people and what I what I identify that is is just self destructive behavior. What do you feel like have you been in that position? Um and if you were, like, what helped you get out of that? Man, let me tell you something. I was a wild child. Um, <laughs> Jesus. So, unfortunately for me, my mother passed away when I was nine. Oh, I'm sorry so to hear that. Then I was, thank you. And I was raised by, you know, my father and uh, my brothers. My grandmother was, you know, there up until, well, she had came when I was more so of a teenager when I really needed it. Okay. And I had so many self-destructive behaviors from the age of 10 to about 20, you know, and I'm not one of those people that's going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm a little toxic in there. No, I was toxic as hell. <laughs> you um, was future. I was, I listened. You embraced it. There was a bar. I took it and I threw it out yeah, the window. I said, yeah. I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. <laughs> and I'm 11. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it took for me to become 20 and 21 and 22 and get through college to be like, yo, what you been doing these 10 years ain't working. You yeah. are miserable. People around you are miserable. Yeah. Nobody wants to be around. You don't want to be around you. Mm-hmm. And just really learning to be like. That's humbling. That's humbling. That's that's maturity and growth to me, like being continuously humble and being able to withstand those punches. Can I tell you something? I used to hate the word humble. Yeah. For the longest time. Because it just made, it made me uncomfortable because I knew that if I did that, I'd have to grow up. Yeah. So I think that's why <laughs> when my dad would be like, you need to be humble, I would be like, nigga, who are you? Yeah. But I wouldn't say it. It's Peter Pan would, over <laughs> here, man. Yeah, I'd be like, who are you? <laughs> I, I want to be young forever, man. <laughs> forever and ever, you know. I know I was telling before the show started. I was out last night drinking for my pre-birthday, and yeah, you know, four drinks was enough for me. I'm not young. Old school. You know? <laughs> we don't. That's have good though, and I and I see a lot of people that um that are kind of older, the the not a generation like super above us, but like ten years, five years above us. And a lot of them, like, perpetuate that. Like, they tell the younger guys, like, I'm not ashamed to be older. That's a good thing that I survived. You know what I mean? Because we got a lot of people who aren't around anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you how do you cope with that every day? Because everyone has their own way of coping with the people who are no longer here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how do you cope with that? So um, I can say this. I am 29 plus 2 in two days. And <laughs> even now... The loss of my mother at nine, I, it, it has not necessarily, it didn't get better that yeah. way. Like, I can say probably in the past four years, it got to where I don't be as sad as I used to. But for a long time, I didn't deal with it all. But I'm going to tell you what ended up happening. After she had passed away, um, all those years ago, a couple years ago, my twin brothers had passed away as well. Mm, my condolences um, as well. And they had mental health issues that were not addressed. Okay. They had certain things that they would, you know, bother them, and they wouldn't speak about it. They wouldn't do nothing about it. So here we are. You know, I have two suicides in my family. Mm. And I had to learn at that point, and this is going to sound crazy, but I I didn't want my family to have to bury nobody else because they didn't want to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's what made me start dealing with it. So once I got to that realization of, you know, watching us get together just for funerals ain't for me no more. Mm. I really just started to kind of sit with myself and ask myself, so what is it that you are sad about? Right. And really ask that question. And not in a sense of going to Facebook and ask it, <laughs> but like... <laughs> like you really want answers to this. I really want answers to this. Yeah. So maybe I need to sit in the room for a minute with no TV on. You know what? That's funny because that's, that's a big part of like the people I coach and mentor and talk to. That's a big part that... I push on them like you have to ask yourself the tough questions and you got to be honest with the answers. You can't lie to yourself. You, you know what I mean? You can't answer yeah. the question. <laughs> you know our culture. Yeah. We will meme shit out like to the death of it. And although they are funny, sometimes it's just We do like, everything to the extreme. Yeah. Comedy definitely is therapeutic. You know what I mean? A lot of things are therapeutic. To to an instance, even with wine, drinking could be therapeutic. Yep. But our issue isn't drinking. Our issue is overdoing. Yes. And we overdo everything. It's not just one area. We overdo everything because we went so long without having shit. We want it all right now. Right this And that's a lot of people's problems. That's going to be a downfall. You got too much shit on your back. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, it It can't, it won't work. (laughs) It never, I mean, what Eric about do say, bag bag lady, you going to hurt your back, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Why you want to hurt your own back? It's one thing if somebody else is doing it to you and you can't control it, but why you want to hurt your own self? Yeah. You got to come first. 
Yeah. In every situation. Absolutely. Or else you can't be nobody to nobody else. Yeah. You and that's can't. a domino effect that people don't understand. And you start, I tell my people now, you start getting to a place where you're letting, you're putting people before yourself and you're compromising your mind because now you're creating two sides of yourself. One that's rooting for you and one that's like, no, them first. You get what I'm saying? So it starts to split your thinking like in every situation. And that's to me causes the anxiety it leads to depression it leads to putting yourself in despair which some of that is self-inflicted you know what i mean and once we once we hold ourselves accountable that's how we're able to deal with that you know i've been through depression so getting through that i went to therapy and i went to therapy like this is at a time when like it was a stigma to go to therapy especially in the black community Mm -hmm. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm in the hood. I'm with my niggas. I'm not talking about going to therapy. When I was hooping, I wasn't, people didn't know that that was happening. And I was in school for psychology. So that's even, even even crazier. So you're taking it to the extreme. Yeah. I had lost my my first son. I lost him. So that just like, and and I think it devastated me so much because I was like, it was something new to me, fatherhood. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was very new to me. So I'm like preparing myself for it, and then you're afraid. And then you get to that point where you're like, all right, I'm ready. Yeah. And then he's here, and then he's not here. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, damn. And it fucked me up. And I was I was young. I was like 18, 19. You know what I mean? So I was young. At like, yeah. And it, and, it, and it fucked me up. And it kind of like made me think. Like, it put me into deep thought. I spent some time I wasn't really talking. My my right hand, like he would come over, we play the game, like he'd just be around, you know what I mean? But I really wasn't saying much because I was just thinking, like I was really trying to make sense of like Life. what's next yeah. and like my role in all this, and if I even need to push forward and and put the effort in life and do all of this, or am I just going, you know, hang it up? And a lot of times people get discouraged having to ask themselves some questions, but it's like, why wouldn't you ask yourself that question unless you kind of already know the answer and you don't like that answer? And that's what it is. You get what I'm saying? You don't like <laughs> answers that don't suit them. Mm-hmm. But you'll ask somebody else a question knowing that it'll make them feel some type of way, but you can't Make them uncomfortable. That. But let's not make you uncomfortable. Let's, God forbid you make yourself uncomfortable and become a better person. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. That's another question I get a lot of is because I am in a spiritual group and we are heavy on the social media influence as of right now I, a lot of questions i get is well i don't i want to learn myself but i don't really want to do the shadow work and shadow work just for a disclaimer is not what people think it is it's not witchcraft it's literally standing in a mirror and looking at yourself and talking to yourself right so going back to identifying your shit church, that i do every morning shit that you do every morning but you're surprised how many motherfucking people stand in the mirror and be like real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga why are you rapping lyrics or they the don't look in the mirror at all <laughs> or don't have any mirrors in their house I know a couple. Of I do they too. Don't got none in their house. I call them Draculas. I already, know, I know a lot of them. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> ask that question though, and you gotta get past uh, the fact that you don't want to ask uncomfortable questions. You just have to get past that fact. Yeah. Um, I have a person that I speak to, and I don't think she would mind me sharing this. She was touched at a very, very young age, mm-hmm. and she doesn't like talking about it at mm-hmm. all. She's mm-hmm. in her forties. And she's still very wild, and I don't want to hang out, and I don't want to kick it, but she's getting to a space where she's starting to be like, okay, I've seen your growth. Yeah. I saw how you were, yeah. you know, hopping in whips and being in somebody's club. And yeah, 15. doing she's whatever still, you want to do. Doing whatever I want, to yeah. now I'm this free spirit, and you won't even know if something's wrong with me or not. Yeah. Because it's no one else's business. Exactly. 
You only exist in my world if I love you. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about that. How many people love you for that mystique? I get that so much because I'm just so mysterious, and people really be Isn't trying nice? to figure me out. Isn't it nice though? Yeah, niggas cannot figure me out. I be telling them too, like you never gonna figure me There's out. There's no need to though. You should figure yourself out. The real question always should be, why are you so worried about what yeah. I'm doing? I mean, they, I get they had a different part of their life than I am in mine. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's definitely my first kind of response to that. Like you got you, your priorities fucked up. Yeah. You got too much time with your hands. Yeah. You try to, yeah. you know what I mean? But I'm constantly growing and I'm progressive. So like, that's why I tell them that's the, that's the main reason why you won't figure me out. Yeah. Cause I'm changing. I'm learning myself more every day and I'm learning new parts of myself. And that's what you're supposed to do. You're you supposed get what to, I mean? You're supposed to evolve. You're definitely supposed yeah. to evolve. So like one thing I even had to do a while ago and I actually did it before I came to the show was uh-huh. I literally had to remind myself of the definition of a trigger, right? Yeah. So it's going to be something that sets off your memory tap. Your flashback transportating to a, a person, place, or thing, which is an original trauma, right? It's a personal thing. The reason why I feel so strongly about specifically this topic and how it goes into my everyday therapeutic routine that I'm doing with people now mm-hmm. is because, again, it just goes back to who is first in your life. Mm. We get the kids come first, we get your spouse and all that. <coughs> but if, why are you ain't first? Oh. What happened? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what you really, do to you? Sometimes I literally <laughs> ask people, I'll be like, what happened? And they'll just look at me and be like, huh? Uh, but like, you know what I'm asking. Like, yeah. what happened? My what did you do to you? They'll sit and talk to me for hours. The next thing you know, I got 52 unread messages just because I asked you a question you should have been asked yourself. What happened? You yeah. Know? <laughs> Sometimes it's the lack thereof. Sometimes it's what didn't happen. And a lot of times I tell people, like, <laughs> Cause I talk shit You know what I mean I'm always gonna talk shit I'm always That's just who I am But I talk shit Through experience I talk shit Through shit I've ex- I've been You know what I mean So a lot of people I'm talking about I was you before I'm just not you no more That's how I can see place. The difference yeah, yeah. I, I don't know It might be a judging place But I'm judging <laughs> fairly <laughs> I judge, you feel me? But I'm judging fairly. I feel like we live life through judgment, though. So I'm judging fairly. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I'm coming from a place that I'm like, okay, too, like, you can't lie to yourself. So you know what you do and how you move and who you are. Yeah. So my only my only gripe with people is just don't say that you want help and you want to change. And you know you just want to be the same. Just say that. Accept that. Or, two, you could have just said nothing. Yeah. Like... That 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 need to start being option one for motherfuckers. Like you could have just shut your mouth and just didn't and say just shit. Went about your way. Just observed everything else, went home, processed that, applied what you learned to your life. A lot of people cause their own problems, and we don't be wanting to hear Self-destructive. that. Self-destructive. It's it. Oh, they it's hate that. They hate hearing that the most. Man, what? Well, I tell somebody <laughs> that I'm all of a sudden the devil. This ten statuses about me, and I just yeah. like, how am I the bad guy? Because you but really the only reason it doesn't bother people like us is because i deal with my shit yeah. so me calling you out on your shit is kind of like eminem eight mile you know what i mean yeah. like i already have exposed all my flaws and and then actively dealt with them so it's like what would you even say there's nothing that is <laughs> recorded publicly or anywhere else that about me that people haven't seen already and i unfortunately i, I mean that's nothing to be proud about but that's just that's just the truth though it's the wild lifestyle i used to live and that's why i'm able to sit here now and just Mm -hmm. you know have a certain peace about it when i try to talk to people through it so Mm -hmm. but that's also just the truth and a lot of times too like that's what we need to start leading in is the truth 
You know what I mean? And we have all these situations where we're holding people to these high ass standards, which, you know, rightfully so. I don't I don't have an issue with that. I've never had an issue with someone challenging me to be my best self because yeah. I'm already working on being my best self. You get what I'm saying? But can I tell you something, though? Yeah. There are some people that don't want to be their best selves. And I have to say this. It's OK to not be around them. And it's OK yeah, 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 to, yeah. you know, let them know, like, you know, your vibe ain't my vibe. It ain't no beef, but we not. You know, you're not doing yeah. something I'm doing. This Everything ain't don't always got to be an argument. Everything yeah. don't always got to turn into a, <laughs> a, a situation to where, you know, it yeah. escalated. Because now, really, like, we're going back to, what's the real problem? Why you real? Why you yeah. that? You saw your mom and dad argue all your life? And so if we can't get that. to that real root, to me, it's like, why are we here? Why are you we know what here? I mean? I don't do the small talk. So I feel like if we're coming together, we're coming and trying to heal and be better, let's do that. But if we here for the small talk, you know, I don't want to do that. Because I, I have to small talk with people at work. Yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? I small talk with my kids. That, that's that, that's my small talkers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they get my pointless conversations about nothingness. You yeah. know what I mean? So when I talk to adults, I need some substance. I need substance. I need something to be there. I need for us to have an understanding of what this is. And that's not just a sexual relationship. That's at any relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In general. We need to talk on that more because I feel like words get lost in translation through time yes. and a lot of people misunderstand what a relationship is and I, I myself too am learning what they are you know what I mean especially coming up in the time we came up in it wasn't easy for men and women to sit and have conversations you yes. know what I mean it was just we were all broken and damaged and like bumping into each other you know what I mean it wasn't well, really like we were working remember, together the crack pandemic it paved the way for a lot of where we are like Unfortunately, I hate to say this, but a lot of us born in the age and 90s, we are the children of that era. Yeah. So our parents didn't talk to us because a lot of our parents wasn't there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So how are you supposed to learn how to have relationships? Everything is either... <laughs> trial and error. Yeah, it's trial and error, <laughs> but you got to be able to accept that the error sometimes is mm -hmm. what the beauty is really going to be at. Yeah, and I think that's what helps me. Like, that's what helped get me to where I am mentally and, and feeling like I feel every day because, yeah. like... I can identify those things and at the same time accept them and also like learn from my mistakes and to enough to help other people. And that's what I've really like always dedicated my life to. I've just tried to figure out better ways to help and service people. You know what I mean? But I was like, I was like trying to skip to the end because I wasn't servicing myself yep. and I was so good at doing it. I didn't, I was like, all right, you know, you know, you're like, all right, I'll get to it. You yeah. know what I mean? And you can't be like that when it comes to yourself. Like, and now that's what I tell my kids and my mentees. Like, I, I mean, when it you, you are with your mind yourself the rest of your life. The you know what I mean? Every waking moment, it, it's just going to be you. So that has to come first. Like, you got to service that first. It can't be like backhand deals where it's like, I help you, but I know in the long run, this don't really help me you out. Me. You know what I mean? And, and I had to learn that because I was just the opposite. I grew up in life being more selfless and I had to learn to be more selfish. Mm. And that's a hard lesson to learn for a kid. Like, yo, you're too nice. You're yeah. too giving. You're, yeah. And we like, wait a minute. But you told you me told to. This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to treat others how I want so to. So now I'm compromised because, you know what I mean? It's like, 
Wait a minute. It's that weird notion. That's why I don't like that phrase. As a matter of fact, the whole yeah. treat others how you want to be treated. You yeah. can't do that because people don't treat themselves right. Yeah. So how am I going to treat you? You, I don't know how you treat yourself. We're going to move accordingly or we're going to move around. Yeah. You know, it's going to yeah. be one or the other. Yeah. And, and, and we're going to, you know, be adults about the situation. Um, vulnerability is a big thing, too. You have to know that when you are dealing with yourself, Mm-hmm. Know where your vulnerability level is. Know mm-hmm. that level ten, I I can't control it. I'm gonna be in a funk for two months, so maybe I should work on getting to level two of myself. I should ask myself mm-hmm. certain questions, but maybe not. You know, go so deep. You don't have to just jump out the pool and be like, "All right, what it is." Right. Sometimes it's okay to just you know uh, move it slow, but you gotta do something. I don't like that cold turkey wave. Like I'm just gonna stop doing this. The like everything ever takes steps. Is cigarettes. And that okay. one lasted for eight months. So I'm telling you right now. <laughs> yeah. You I, can't cold turkey nothing. Yeah, I don't do it. I don't, I don't believe in it. <coughs> I feel like you're trying to convince yourself you're over it. You know what I mean? Why convince yourself you're over it when you can actually be over because it? Because people like Band-Aids, <laughs> and they try to Band-Aid everything. And, that's and it's not really healing. <laughs> I actually, growing up, I didn't like Band-Aids. That's funny you said that. Yeah. They used to be pissed as fuck when I walk in the house with a scrape on me. Like, why you put a Band-Aid on there? I was a, I was a safe kid. I was the kid that like had my comics and I was watching the apartment kids flip off the monkey bars. I wasn't doing that. I, I wasn't breaking buns and none of that. I was an apartment kid. I just didn't act like one. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't flipping off monkey bars and shit. I wasn't breaking bones or none of that. I've never broke a bone ever. Really? No lie. And you ever? Bones? I mean, I fucked up my knees. Tore my MCL, my meniscus, but I've never, I've never broke a bone. Let me tell you something. Statue I fractured something, my foot, but that's it. It's the statute of limitations, so I can say this. I was running <laughs> from the police when I was younger. I was like 14, and I stepped on a golf club, and I had to draw, or continue running all the way home with a golf club in my foot. And I Oof. remember when I got home, my granny was like, well, that's what you get. Wait till your daddy get home. And my daddy didn't come home for four hours, and he was like, bro, she could have died. Like, <laughs> and stuff like that that made me like, oh, have to go goodness. back and think like, mm-hmm. damn, that really kind of fucked me up on my trust level with women. Because she yeah. just was like, go upstairs. Yeah. Instead of just being like, what's well, cool? Walk it off. <laughs> yeah, like, how you walk off a golf yeah, the golf thing. I need, I need foot. assistance. Yeah, don't we like, got insurance? But you see how we laughing and joking about that? Yeah, that's a real question I have to ask myself. Nah, for sure. Like, at a young age, <laughs> at, a, at young a young age, age. like why well, don't I get along with certain? And a lot people. of times we felt like, it, and a lot of times it was um, not self inflicted, like superior, uh, superiority. Like they was making us feel that way because the shit how y'all was moving. And then we would see how we was moving as kids, and we like, we can't be smarter than y'all. This can't be it. This can't be what's happening here. But, that's what <laughs> but also you, but also you coming at me on some stay in a child's place, make it make sense now. You know what I'm but saying? I gotta watch all the kids in the house, but I got yeah, stay in a child's yeah. Place. So, so I'm, so I'm interested. <laughs> I'm interested too. So you grew up with just you and your dad. Me, my dad, and I have three brothers. The twins that I was talking about the past. Yeah, day. yeah, yeah. Um, it's a weird fact. How was this? Like, what do you mean? How was your life? Up sounds like a sitcom. No, it was just boys. I mean, what was your life like? I mean. People that didn't that grow up with just eight boys like that I'm don't know. Real, so here's the thing. I'm real, real spoiled. But I'm also self-sustainable. Okay. Because my father always told me, if a man can't do it for you, I will. And 
looking back on it, that has a little bit of hindrance in my dating life moving forward. But at the same time, uh, it's yeah. like, you automatically told me, though, I don't got to depend on nobody, so you ain't finna talk to me no type of way. And that's where a lot of the other problems come into. Yeah. You ain't finna talk to me no type that of way. That mouth. Like, I can see it, it now. I not, see the hands and everything. It's not Happening, yeah. Okay. I just I'm not. I see the hands moving. But, I feel like you, yeah. I feel like I'm in trouble. You're not. You're not. <laughs> but you know what though? I'm like damn. You know, about to apologize. You know what it did teach me? It did teach me that y'all have a lot of hidden emotions that y'all have to hide, yeah. and y'all yeah. do get treated completely different. I yeah. remember vividly one time I had snuck out mm. and got caught. And I just got a firm talking to him and was told he was disappointed. My oldest brother did that. He sat that nigga in the middle of the kitchen and whooped his ass with a belt for a second. But through hour. all the movies, <laughs> but through all the hit black movies that's coming out, through knowing what you know, do you see why now? Do you understand? I'm starting to understand. It's deeper. That like this used to be stuff like even before because I was a club promoter for a minute. So this would be stuff like we would go pick up my homies and they moms would just really pray over us like you know what I mean like and and we really felt it like they was they was my mom they was scared she was worried we wasn't coming back yeah because it's such a hot it's you it's, get what I mean and they, and we didn't understand at the time living in that environment how deep it was because we was in it we didn't care we was fearless kid we Man, was what? we was superheroes we, we didn't care about none of that parties we was in Major Woody yeah we was just doing we was everywhere the most. And now that you said that, yeah, and it, and it, <laughs> I don't know how a lot of y'all with these young black men as your children, my heart goes out. It make them strong. My mom is strong. I love my mom. That's, that's me and her tight. You know what I mean? We not as close as we can be, but a lot of it is like because of me. It's just because like I was a prodigy. I was just ahead of my time with a lot of shit, and it and it created this complex that she felt like she like I didn't need her. You know what I mean? Because I really don't be needing people, but it's right. not personal. It's just more. I'm so competitive and I'm so hard on myself. It's more self checking and like I just push myself. So to somebody who doesn't do that, that looks threatening. That looks like he's trying to be better than me. You get what I'm saying? No, I'm just trying to be better than me. I'm trying to be better than my old self than than the self that I no longer deem acceptable. Yep, it can come off as arrogance. I found that too. I love it, man. It can come off as arrogance when you are more self realization with yourself. Yeah, I love it too. I hate it though, because I hate when people be like, "I just think you're just mean." And I just be thinking like, "No, I just I don't, I'm not here to play." I use it for good energy though. <laughs> I love it because it's just showing me where you think you are, which is just feeding me more, which is giving me gassing me up more because it's letting me know like all the hard work and like what I have to go through and the. Dealing with family curses and trauma and all that is worth the it. Generational curses. You know what I mean? It makes me know it's worth it. So it, I love it. Like, it ain't easy. It's that I want to make it seem like it's easy. It's definitely not easy. It weighs on you. And that's why I have my vices. That's why, I like, I have my toxic sides in me. And that's something new. Like, people are really starting to be open and honest about their toxic hey, look, parts. I'm toxic. This is yeah. my trait. This is what Yeah, it I'm is. very toxic. But I'm broken. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just... I'm not hurt anymore. Like, I'm not bitter no more about it. I've just accepted it, and, and I've moved on. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I, well, I would say damaged, or it's different. You know You're what I mean? Damaged. It's not the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that analogy, like, if you have a vase, like, and you knock it off the table, 
and you rebuild it and put it back together, even though it looks identical, it has new grooves and new, it's different. It's not the same. It's refurbished, yeah. so to speak. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, it's similar, but it's not the same. But you it gotta still be, works, though. Don't forget that. Yeah, yeah, not, but this isn't, but to me, yeah, it's, it's, it ain't even about it working to me. You know what I mean? I just be trying to find, like, what I can do now that's less damaging, because, like, I'm studying and getting more hip to, like, duality, you know what I mean? And just understanding both sides. So now I'm trying to live in a way to where my risks are calculated risk. Yes. And I didn't used to live like that. What book did you read? Um, Hella books. <laughs> I feel <laughs> I don't like know. you got that from... I read a lot of books, though. From the 48. Probably. Laws yeah, of Power. Yeah. Yeah, that probably. Sounds like, yeah, I, I read hella books. That, so I was yeah. just, you said that, I was like, ding, ding, ding. No, but... Um, yeah, I know. love knowledge. I love education. I'm a, I'm a education freak and we all should be at this point because it's at our fingertips and yeah really no and i was like that as a kid so yeah. it was e it's easy now and some and sometimes i gotta self-check because i i get comfortable because it's so easy because i was a kid that walked to the library kid you feel me so i'm gonna chase that knowledge yeah. so now that it's just in my phone sometimes we take it for granted yeah so we now things we go to facebook and put a status and be like where can i find assessment if you don't put that shit in google give google they respect day, what the hell you ask google everything else don't we give google they respect they've been they've been consistent they, now. listen they've been they fuck with us during the black holidays they change their little google they to black people i fuck with them to everybody and they're you know treat their employees good i fuck with them listen they said google is one of the best places i've been hearing that Facebook, so i've been hearing that i know where my next stop is <laughs> <laughs> this uh pandemic shit goes on out the window and everything but uh, i love now, that another thing that i find too that i've been doing uh, mm -hmm. to kind of help me with identifying with myself is meditation which is so weird because growing up i don't know if you were told this or felt like this but it was always like people that meditated and did yoga were eccentrically weird like you think of richard simmons type shit like some weird oh yeah absolutely some, you know what i mean and it's like now that i'm older I'm rightfully like, so though what the, it is but now that i'm older because I do work so much and I got so much going on, you know how good it feels to sit down for about 30 minutes and not move? Yeah, it feels good. <laughs> and a lot of people can't just do that. But I say, like, rightfully so, too, because a lot of that shit is just every other way of the world now, too. Like, we did that shit as kids. Us outcasts, us black sheep. Yeah, I was one of those. We did this shit fucking 15, 20 years ago. But we were, we were weird for doing it. Oh, I was a nerd. I was a nerd nerd. I didn't really get my, I would say, like, my confidence, like I have it now, until probably like high school, like maybe eighth grade, you know what I mean? But all before that, I was like, was shy, like kept to myself, didn't really talk to motherfuckers much. And people be shocked, like they be so shocked. Like yeah, I was not like this at all, I was shy. And a lot of that is where my confidence comes from because I know what I overcame. I know what I had to do. You know what I mean? And, like, heights was one of my biggest fears. And, like, I just had to conquer that shit. <laughs> like, all of my heights, the diving board, the fucking roller coasters, the helicopters, airplanes. I did all the shit. Really? You know what I mean? And then another one was, was talking. And it wasn't, when I was a kid, it wasn't more so, like, I was shy. I had so much to say, and I knew how complex it was. I didn't feel like I would be understood, so I just your didn't talk. Yeah, I already knew. I already yeah. knew I was ahead of where I was supposed to be, and I knew people wouldn't fuck with that because it would it would intimidate them. It would make them feel like I'm I'm better than them. You know what I mean? 
which I felt like I was better than them. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I'm like, that's the truth though. So I don't, all right, whatever. Yeah, it, it's hard to so I just kept it to myself. You know what I mean? And then I got to a point in my life where it was, it, I could show it in public. I would have the sports going. I was good in that. And I was like growing into myself. You know what I mean? So I was like, fuck it. Like I'll just be an arrogant son of a bitch and we'll see how this goes. It has been working? Oh yeah, it works beautifully. People love it. So they I hate, they act like they hate it. <laughs> And I've seen niggas talking shit about Charlemagne his whole career, but he just keeps getting bigger. So, <laughs> so make it make sense how much y'all hate him because the nigga keep getting more fans and more popular. But niggas shit. act like they hate him. He just say the shit that people don't want to motherfucking. Yeah, okay, yeah. Just, it is what it is. And That's what I and I feel the same way because it's like I mean, shit. We all thinking it. Somebody might as well just say it and get it on the floor. Yeah, we got I do that in my friend group. And right? the time hard now that I thought we was moving out of, there was a point where like Richard Pryor and them, you know, in those areas couldn't even say that kind of shit. And they were saying that shit in front of white people on stage. So now we in twenty twenty one and like niggas is so sensitive. I'm like, we should be at a point where we could pretty much say anything. Yeah, because we was when everything was cool back then. We should, yeah, we should be at a point now that we should could say everything. And now it seems like people are more sensitive. Man, did you? I'm like, man. Peter Panda stuff. I seen all that shit. And then some shit about Pepe Le Pew is uh, perpetrating rape culture. And to me, that's fake outrage. That's fake public outrage about shit y'all don't really care about. Y'all bored at this point. Now you just trying to find shit to make it seem like we ain't racist now. Well, let us clean some shit up. Because y'all see the world turning. Y'all see what the fuck is up. It's too late now. We done got used to it. It's looking it. real black in this bitch. Y'all motherfuckers <laughs> like, we need to pick sides. We need to figure out who. Like, we just gonna go ahead and pick the Yeah. Side. Like, Fuck that. We don't need no imagery up. That pisses them off. Nothing. But mind you. But y'all still got racist ass bills that y'all ain't changed. So. They still haven't I don't give a fuck that. about. I think it was a lit. Was it a yeah. I don't give a fuck about Peter Pan. I don't give two shit. And Jemima, none of that. I don't care about none of that. Pass these bills. I had just watched it, too, so I really felt some type of way. Because I'm goofy, like, what man. the hell? How you gonna... I don't even now? use that syrup. I don't even... I never even cared about that. I don't even eat cards. These football teams, they trying to change shit we don't give a fuck, fuck about. about. <laughs> they won't give us our reparations. Yeah. I, I want that land. Rule. Change them laws. Change them laws real quick. Talk to Texas, because they wilding. Listen. Y'all ain't got Texas under control yet. Since... Since we all been quote unquote United States, Texas has been their own thing. Forever. <laughs> Texas doing the Europe way. They their own country. They they, they ain't lawless, fucking with us. Yeah. It's a lawless, it's a, they say it's a lawless country for a reason. Because even though it's Those a state, niggas is wild. It's, it's, it's that's lawless. some white people that won't let go. Yeah. They won't that's all that is. Ain't it's no just what? a bunch of them and they won't let go. Have you ever been down there? Texas I haven't even been yet. Texas or New Orleans. I've been everywhere else in the country, but Texas and New really? Orleans. I'm going to both soon. I wanted the trip to be spectacular. I'm a traveler, so I wanted to be spectacular, so I've been holding off. But uh, Houston first. Yeah, you would pro- you would like it. It's, I heard uh, it's black. It's black. But I say this. It's segregated, but not in the way that you would think. It's like uh, the different races hang out in their own. You been in Chicago? I'm so scared to cross. The Chicago border. We was close one time. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think I want to go. You been to New York? Yes. Is it like that? Nah, New York's way more inclusive. Everybody kind of just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like that. Nah, Is it like here? Know. Like Ohio kind of? Because we kind of segregated here too. We we live in our own separate little areas. See, we do, but at the same time we don't because I have a lot of white prayer. I mean, yeah, but that... But, <laughs> like but, that but a lot of times too... Basis. 
That's reasons I feel like you can't include yourself and shit is reasons I don't. I feel like you would be an exception to a lot of rules. Okay, so then if I so I'm talking about like the average person, the average person, yeah, they pretty much stick to their little clique. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And I've been all over, so everywhere is different. I love the West Coast much. I'm like a hippie, so I I like everybody talking and being cool with everybody. But I've lived in everywhere and been cool. You know what I mean. I've lived in different states too. So how are you surviving right now with being a hippie and? quarantine and all the fun stuff oh right man a lot of mental work um i don't but i do my fun i'm a homebody too i'm a very weird like it's yeah it's i'm so complex like it's crazy like how i have to live every day but like i i manage you know what i mean and i and i kind of tell myself no different than when i had a job because i've been self-employed now for like five six years congratulations thank you so when i had a job i would just i'm like this is temporary this is not you know what i mean this ain't my reality this is it's my circumstances right now yourself, this is yeah. just you cool you can do this like this is just you do your bid do your time and then you out and then you gonna have that experience too and you know what i mean now i can live a new life and experience so I've always been able to to I, everything I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, so like. I'm I'm a, like a I'm like a transformer, like a shapeshifter. Like I have a lot of different lives and environments, and I'm because I'm very adaptive, and I just get comfortable in that environment. I learn that environment, and then I re- figure out if these things and what's a part of this is for me or not. Right. And then I add it to like my natural routine, and it's a process. Like I go through weekly. You know what I mean? So like, so I tell people like. To, to not even to be funny, but just to, like, make it relatable. Like, as hard as you go at your job, like, that's how hard I go yeah. in my life, in my mind, in my everything. That's how hard I go. Yeah, that energy <laughs> you said at that job, all yeah. that energy, make sure to put that same shit back yeah. into yourself. Yeah, and, if you, and, and I know some people who can, so that's not, that's all I said, it's not a knock, but for a lot of people, they can't. And it's not saying don't have a job. It's just saying you got to prioritize. And there's ways you can still be working on yourself at your job. Literally, it's, you know what it's I mean? 24 hours of a day. Yeah, it doesn't matter what to... you're doing or where you're at. And that's why I live the way I do. I've always wanted to be able to be and move in any type of room, any type of environment. You know what I mean? So to do that, you got to be in those environments. You got to experience that. Yeah, you have to have an open mind. You have to understand yeah. where you're at yourself. Yeah. And be comfortable enough with yourself to even be in those spaces because a lot of the times those spaces at first are not inviting. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, but that's good. It's good because for one, that means you're showing them a different side. Yep. Which is something that's going to either make them worse or a yeah. better person. So you yeah. helping and healing, and you don't even realize that that's your purpose or that's what you're doing, that's what you're moving around in life to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I definitely that's true can say when I started to really check myself after you know the twins passing mm-hmm. i feel like i started to come to that realization okay you know what i mean um you know everything is everything literally yeah it is it is <laughs> and, and to not run with my feelings don't let my feelings yeah. be determination because anytime you let your feelings take control of anything you will lose every time yeah you will lose every time my dad has been saying this to me yeah because that's something women do and it is. We use logic. We don't. And that's we rarely why we use emotion. With y'all is because yeah. of that situation. Yeah. It We're, gotta make sense to us. If it don't make sense, it's over. Yeah, and us, it's, it's just like we take ourselves out the game. Listen, I, 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 tell you, I, I, I can tell you, my feelings fucked up my my marriage for sure. Yeah. Um, I know I had a lot of the motherfuckers, and I know it was provoked, and I know there were certain triggers that now moving forward in my dating life, I don't play with that shit. You that's, know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's growth, and that's also the hard realization of lessons that yeah. 
someone will teach you a lesson, but another person will be the one to benefit from that lesson. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you can't unsee what happened and you can't, we just can't move forward. Like, yeah, I'm a different person now and I've changed, but, you know, it's two-sided. So if they can't move on from the past or we just realize, which I have in situations with people that like, oh, we better just friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if we work through our progressions, I feel like it should be no issues. So then I run into a lot of situations where, I feel like people are trying to avoid those progressions because it's like you don't want to know. You want to live in this moment for yeah, as long as you can, and we can't do that. We can't do that because we're going to live uncomfortable. It won't work because I'm going to be progressive. Yeah, <laughs> so you're just going to be <laughs> so, that, so it's like it won't work. And, yeah, so we might as well go ahead. Because I'm not changing short. that part of myself. We got to cut this that's, short. That's non-negotiable. So if we can't, you know, grow at the same pace and at the same level, like, it won't work. And, and, and my, like, making it sense, my realization is, like, if you taking one step a day, taking one step a day, and I'm taking two, you know what I mean, for a few days, and then taking three steps a day for a few days, and four, how and could you, you ever catch up with me? I mean... You could. It's impossible. I will, I will lap you, or I'll be so far up. It, like, and it's supposed to be side by side to an extent, you know what, what I mean? making an effort, though? It's just not I mean, fast. but your effort, your effort is your effort. It it measure out and equal out to my effort. That's my like association, even with the fifty fifty. Like, I don't think it's fifty fifty. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'm gonna be giving eighty, you're gonna be giving twenty. Sometimes you're gonna be giving seventy, I'm gonna be giving thirty. That's what fifty fifty means. Yeah. So sometimes, yeah, at this week I'm going one step, you going three. Because sometimes I'm going to need to take my rest and take a break. Take, yeah, I need to recharge. I need to but if you've been uh, this whole time on up the street and I'm taking my rest in one step and you still only been taking one step, how can you ever catch up with me? It's impossible. Yeah, it don't true. make sense. <laughs> it won't happen. But now I'm, I would be the fault in that situation because I was so progressive. And that's sometimes, too, why the prodigy kids, like, they go one way or another. They end up becoming the hero in the world or they become the villain. It's because they went through this so much and did things the right way. For so long. But it got monstrized and it got like demonized. Yeah. Perfect that movie example. was powerful. That movie was one of the yeah. most powerful It got movies. demonized and he was a sweet guy and he was really he a was, nice person. He really was. He really was. And he only yeah. ran into people who was trying to take advantage of that him. That was it. Because they and thought he was had a, had a mental problem. Yeah. And he, he did, but it wasn't, you know. I mean, shit, there ain't no reason to take advantage of a nigga, though. <laughs> that's like, why he did what he did. That's exactly why, because they do. The thing is, if you see that movie that was are, powerful. that are walking around like that, that are literally attackable, why attack them? You know your karma going to come Because, right? <laughs> well, but, well, it's because the, at home, they're them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. People inadvertently, that's projecting shit on the people. You're inadvertently trying to fight a part of yourself through somebody else. You can't do that. Yeah. Deal with that in yourself. Deal with that. And somebody at home whooping your ass, so you're going to go to school and beat up another kid? That's usually what the bully is, though. Because you're trying to you. deal with whoever the fuck through me. Yeah. Or, you feel you me? You use me as your healing tool. No, use yourself. And then I'm gonna send you on a different trajectory because yeah. I'm gonna beat your ass in here today. And now I'm now you're gonna have to reevaluate life again because so you thought you was gonna come bully me here today. Go deal with buddy. But that's my thing. I deal with my shit like that. You feel me? So also that build. That's why that builds that confidence. That and and I meet people. And again, I, I mean, we live life through judgment. Like uh, we select and don't select people through judgment. Like literally. 
it's not a bad thing though if you're judging people fairly. Now, if you're judging a fish on its ability to fly, then yeah, then, yeah, it's gonna be negative. But yeah. again, anything can be negative. So I don't live for positive and negative. I live for understanding. As long as we got an understanding, we good. You have to have an understanding. Because good and bad is perspective. So my good and bad is different from your good and bad. You got to trust people to be who they are. Exactly. And and you got to trust yourself to be who you are. Exactly. And just accept (laughs) both and take your feelings out of it and learn yourself first and foremost because, you know, a lot of us got kids and Mm -hmm. I don't want to see them grow up like us. Yeah, they can't. It I didn't refuse. work. It didn't work for us. It, it would be idiotic is. on us to repeat <laughs> that. You and know what I mean? No to make reason, them do something we know don't work. That we know don't work. That we yeah. saw didn't work. So if, if for no other reason, learning your own self and your own emotional bandwidth and stability within yourself first by just simply asking questions. Because yeah. I know a lot of times we don't want to jump out the window and just go see a, a psychologist. Yeah. We get this. We yeah. understand the stigma. We just talked about that. Yeah. But if you don't want to start just jumping out the window doing all that and calling around, yeah. just ask yourself simple questions. You might right. be surprised at how far you can get. You might fuck around and go to psychologist. <laughs> next thing you know, you are already halfway healed. Yeah. That's only three sessions. Yeah. Boom. That's no money out your pocket. Because sometimes, like, too, they just run. giving you that reassurance of shit you already know. That That's happened facts. to me. When I actually, yeah. once I got divorced, um, I went to a counselor. I think for the la- I went to counselor for the last year of our marriage, and then I went the other year mm-hmm. afterwards. And a lot of it was just that. Mm-hmm. She just was, like, reinforcing what I was saying. Like, mm-hmm. she was just sitting there looking and just was, like... Helped you be confident about what you already know. Like, it would just get to the point where she wouldn't even... She would just... Yeah, you, you got know, it. Because she's like, you got it. Like, you don't even... Are you to, helping me? Am I pedaling? Yeah. She's like, you're riding the bike. Like, li- that's exactly what you're, it was. You're, you're doing it. I was riding <laughs> the bike and was just like, okay. Still looking for help. Still looking for but help, but doing it on your own. the help was right here within me. Like every day, I end up having a session with Jess about some type of self-realization. It'd be pure accident. Yeah. Like we could be on the phone talking about the weather, and next thing you know, somebody would be like, "You know what? I never really forgave myself for that once." And then yeah. you, next thing you know, you're just yeah. going through it. My day is lighter because look what yeah. I just did. You know and a lot I mean? of times, that's because we're not talking to them; we talking to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's like, so good to have <laughs> They're just facilitating like, conversation, but that's what we do in therapy. I'm not, I'm just helping you realize what what, what you already know. You're just is. not confident in it, which is okay. But building that confidence, too, is going to affect other areas of your life. And you got to build it within yourself first. You, you know what I mean? You not look to social media to look that shit. That's facts. Because ain't nobody happy that pretends they are. I'm going to tell you that right now. All these yeah. people that yeah. act like you they You can't fake it. Good. Listen, I can see. If it ain't every eyes, day, if it ain't consistent, it ain't real. I can see. I can see yeah. right through people's souls. That is one of my many gifts. You ain't happy. Yeah. But you can get there, too. That's the beauty. Once you realize what's going on, you can get there. Yes. So we're going to wrap up there. How was it? It was good. It was was good? It was nice. Sam. All right, cool. Yeah, we rock. It was nice. How long did it take your hair to grow that long? Uh, Years. 